welcome back to TBI Talks Tech. I'm Eric Hill, sales trainer with TBI, and along with me is Dave Polakowski, operations trainer here at TBI. And we're reviewing our next-gen virtual connect webinar. If you, you missed it, go to tbicom.com. Make sure you download those, catch up on what you missed. If you can't find them, come to TBI Marketing Training. We can help. But I know TBI executives, uh, responding to COVID-19, we have weekly calls. So as employees, we're really in the know about what's going on organizationally. I think out there in the wild, you know, it's almost trite at this point you know, in these uncertain times. But still, I know our marketing team has been really busy deploying those resources. Our finance team has run a bunch of different models lately, just projecting if this, then that. So let's go ahead. Let's have a listen. All right, so coming up next, we have a panel with our TBI executives. If you're anything like me, you have been binge watching The Last Dance, and this is the TBI dream team that we're putting up here to talk a little bit more about how we internally are responding to the COVID-19 pandemic. So I'd like to welcome Brian Reynolds, Pete Shaw, Corey Cohen, and Steve Ruse to the stage. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Hi, Corey. Hi, Steve. Hi, Pete. I miss you guys. I haven't seen you in a long time. Hey, Brian. <laughs> so hey, Brian. Like, Dave, like Dave said, there's been a lot of things that we have had to change and address and just basically think about differently. Um, TBI is no different in this world. We've had to adapt pretty quickly and we've, got, we've had to be pretty creative and progressive in the way that we conduct business. So um, with you guys on the call, I had a few questions because there's lots of people out there that are wondering how TBI is responding to all this and how we are dealing with this because nobody has all the right answers and all the insights that you can provide will be very valuable out there. Um, so let's just do a quick introduction of all of you so everybody knows who you are in case there's anybody new on the call that's listening in. Um, why don't we start with you, Corey? Can you introduce, introduce yourself, please? Yeah, hi guys. I'm Corey Cohen, uh, Vice President of Marketing at TBI. And today I'm just going to be quickly talking to you about, there's, there's some questions here on the Q&A regarding LinkedIn premium membership and some social media stuff. And so I want to delve deeper into that. Cool. Thank you. Steve? Sure. Steve Roos, Vice President of Technology and Security. I get the honor of overseeing the AI, BI, IT facilities and Channel Sales Enablement Program at TBI. Awesome. And Pete. Pete Shaw, Senior VP of Finance. I oversee, obviously, finance, commissions, HR, IT, and uh, uh, sales support. Awesome. Cool. So what have the three of you been doing at Quarantine? Any new hobbies or anything like that to start off with? <laughs> No, oh, Tiger King, me. perhaps? No. I, I actually started running again. So nice. I, I, I was an avid runner in the past, and I uh, took a hiatus for a while, but uh, took out, you know, springtime in Chicago, so the, the running weather is perfect. It's up for today because it's, like, thunderstorming. But, yeah, it's nice um, to go. But, yeah, but, no, I've uh, taken that up, so it's been nice. Very cool. Anybody else anything fun? Baking? I'm learning, my, I'm learning how to be like a hairstylist. I've cut my three and a half year old's hair and my husband's hair. It's not good. It's not pretty, but it's happening. There's no better test subject out there than your own kids or your husband, right? 100%. Absolutely. Steve, any fun stories? 
Oh, I've just been working on my honeydew list, and I got about six project cars out in my shop that kind of keep me <laughs> occupied. So it's it's been a you know good opportunity to get out and you know put my hands on those. That's awesome, awesome. All right, cool. So let's jump in, Steve. Uh, we'll start with a question for you first, if you're okay with that. Um, nobody really saw this coming, or at least knew how bad this was going to be, or how long this was going to last. How well prepared would you say TBI was to handle this type of thing? Well, you know, thankfully at you know TBI, we'd already had a plan in place to handle inclement weather, so you know key workers could work from home. So what really you know it made it a little bit easier is we already had a proven you know tested plan to build off of, but you know taking key essential and taking everybody out of the office right or you know two totally different things and there there wasn't any magic switch. So we did a lot of testing because you know we kind of seen it coming. So we took every specific computer type and tested it remotely with all the applications that that specific department would be using. Um, we created packing instructions so folks would know, you know, when, when they came in, how to get everything packed up and as well as, you know, how to connect that device up, you know, to their home network. One of the areas that really, you know, helped though is the fact that TBI, you know, a few years back invested heavily in, you know, cloud applications. So with cloud applications, that obviously made the process much easier than everybody having to come back in. Um, but also wanting to maintain our security posture, right? Um, we installed a new VPN security appliance when we moved into our new, new building, the Fortinet. We made sure that we had all the licenses to support every single user remotely on that VPN appliance. So I guess, you know, the real key to, you know, us turning off the lights one day, turning on the lights at home the next day with, you know, minimal impact was basically, you know, having a plan in place that we could build off of and then executing on that plan. How long would you say that that uh, that that plan took to actually implement from going from uh, working in the office to working at home with us being prepared? So, I mean, it was an overnight, you know, um, transition. So, you know, I checked with the sales folks. They told me they didn't, you know, have any revenue impacts, you know, from when we, you know, closed up shop one e evening to opening up the next morning. So, I mean, I think that speaks, uh, you know, volumes to the plan that we had in place. Awesome. So what types of things are we going to do to help create a safe environment uh, when we begin to return to the office and how does technology fit into that? Sure. So I think, you know, when you talk about creating a safe environment, I mean, I think we've all heard social social distancing, you know, probably more times than we care to, but uh, it's going to have to be a plan phased approach as we come back into the office so we can honor that social distance. And when we come back into the office, it's just as critical to the outside right as well as the inside of the computer so we're, we're going to have you know folks in the thing they're going to do is you know disinfect the outside of their computer they're going to pass it off it is then going to go ahead and run a virus scan on it to make sure that all is well and then from there we'll hand them a set of instructions so they can go to their cubicle and in some instances their new cubicle based on social distancing and connect and come back up on the network so the goal is to make sure that we have clean computers both internally and externally coming back into the the tbi physical environment as well as the network environment yeah it gives the term clean a whole new whole new meaning whenever we're coming back into the office yeah. <laughs> very right, pete, very true yeah pete i'd like to move with you uh you oversee tbi's finance and hr organizations so what hurdles have you run into and how have you overcome them 
Yeah, so from, from an HR perspective, I know uh, things were moving fast in, in early March, and, you know, we really didn't know what was going to happen um, in, in, in terms of, of, of COVID-19. And, and we were at a point in early March where we weren't even, I don't even think anyone is even talking to, you know, flipping to work from home. Uh, but it moved fast. I mean, there was a point where we were still debating if channel partners was going to happen or not. And within a week, that was canceled. A week after that, um, you know, I, we, we started that the process of moving moving from uh, the office to a work from home environment. And, uh, you know, one of the things that we were trying to keep up on was some of the, the laws that were being passed related to uh, employee leave and things like that and on an HR front. Um, obviously, employee safety was was first and foremost. And, uh, you know, it's a testament to the IT department and, and our HR department how quickly we were able to flip the switch. And, you know, as Steve said, we were already prepared uh, just from some polar vortexes we've had uh, in Chicago where it was 40 below zero and the whole office had to work from home a couple of years ago. So we were already prepared, but that was just for a day or two. Um, you know, we didn't really know. And, you know, we, we still we still don't really know exactly when we're going to be 100% back. So it's been two months in, uh, just being just that uncertainty of what's going to happen uh, with, with the workforce and the morale and productivity and things like that, um, which has turned out to be great. I mean, we're more, more productive than ever. And I believe morale is, uh, is strong. Um, you know, from from a finance perspective, uh, that there, there's obviously a lot of uncertainty there because, you know, we're going into a major economic downturn. We saw it coming from day one um, when, when things started happening in March. And, uh, you know, one of the things that we look at uh, in terms of planning is just scenarios. So uh, a lot of scenario planning, looking at looking at worst case, being prepared, uh, you know, some of the things we're looking at, uh, and I know a lot of our, the partners are probably looking at this as the end user customer. So it, it's one thing, you know, sales obviously slows down from, from an economic downturn, but the bigger impact um, is really going to be the end user customers. Uh, what's going to happen with them? Uh, you know, there's going to be an element of, of some of them not paying their bills, and uh, there's going to be a, an impact there. Some of it's temporary, some of it's permanent. So we're running a lot of scenarios like that. So that, that's you know, I, I think some of the hurdles is just, um, you know, the uncertainty, right? So how we overcome those is, is being prepared and just planning planning ahead of time. Um, we've done a lot of modeling on scenarios with with, uh, with maybe some of the lower-end employees, looking at sick codes, using our BI team, leveraging our BI team, and uh, understanding and, and putting some intelligence around it on, on okay, what, what do we expect in terms of a downturn for revenue? And uh, one of the things we're doing, and some of the partners have already seen this, and uh, the finance team is working on this, and we're going to start getting reports out to, to our partners as well on what, what we're seeing. And, and I know I'm sure they're looking at it as well, but uh, we'll collaborate with them and, and help them out. Um, so, yeah. But. All right, cool. Um, Corey, I'd like to ask you a question. Following finance, great. <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, so, TBI hosts a lot of events right across the country. How has TBI had to adapt when it comes to outreach and events um, related to this? Yeah, so you know, any any marketing department, any marketing agency worth their weight, um, you know, has 
a strategic plan. And then I, you know, I made a joke on a call yesterday, like you plan and God laughs. So like we had an editorial calendar, we had um, plans to market stuff to our partners in Q1. And basically that playbook went out the window, <laughs> like completely. Um, when, when a crisis hits, when pandemic hits, um, we're in uncertain circumstances and we're all just trying to adjust. Uh, we have moved to a completely virtual calendar. Um, and what does that mean? I mean, despite the fact that I thought everyone would have webinar fatigue at this point, two months in, shelter in place, quarantining, um, much much to my dismay or, or what have you, that is not the case. You know what is the case? Uh, online content is surging. People are yearning for it. What used to be, what used to be like taking some time to go into someone's office and like talk, talk shop or talk nothing really, um, you know, water, uh, water cooler gossip stuff. You have now time to surf the internet um, and you're looking to, like the panelists said before, brush up on new stuff, um, hone your skills on things you didn't know before and get in front of um, potential customer questions or demands. And so, you know, TBI marketing quickly pivoted to provide COVID related stuff, how to secure a remote workforce, how to secure your employees and your workplace. Um, these are things that we quickly tried to put out, give playbooks to, we're providing you guys all with um, another playbook after this, after this event. Um, and really, provide resources, collateral, white label materials that partners could use at the ready to get in front of those questions and start prompting some of those, some of those answers that, aren't, that weren't readily available or sought. Um, so thanks, Emily, she just posted some of those. Um, and then I, you know, I do want to address the fact that in, in our pivot, social media, uh, I have a ton of stats that I pulled, but we're running out of time. So I'm not going to tell them, but like, basically, um, you know, Facebook for being like very cultural people post families, family photos and stuff like that. Well, there's stats that Facebook is actually being used as a news resource right now. Um, and we use heavily LinkedIn, right? We've switched to LinkedIn lives. We're doing a ton of cool content. We do this tech 15 where in 15 minutes, we tell you how to sell desktop as a service, for instance. Um, we're quickly pivoting so that people can get quick content and playbooks and downloads easy um, and through social media because social selling is the norm now. Um, and so we have put out resources to help you guys with uh, social selling, what it means, what you need to do to your LinkedIn profiles. And I encourage you to seek out advice and our guidance to help you with that. Awesome. All right, so uh, like you said, we are short on time. So I guess I'll, I'll end with the question and I'll pose this to anybody that wants to answer. Um, what lessons learned will you carry into the post-COVID era? Would you say you learned the most out of this experience? So I'll take a first shot at it. I think, you know, the probably, you know, one of the best lessons learned is just the resiliency as a company as a whole. I mean, this was a major challenge to the company and, you know, the response to it, you know, across the board through all departments has been, you know, impeccable. So I think just, you know, for the company being able to respond and still service its, you know, agent community, you know, without a hitch is probably the key. 
Yeah. I, I'll, I'll add to that too, Steve. I mean, I, I'm just, you know, I'm amazed how, um, how everyone just, uh, you know, evolved and converted to the work from home environment, but really not, not only the company, but the country and the world. I mean, I think we're, uh, there's been a lot of changes. I, I do. I'm, I'm an optimist. I, I, I see us all bouncing back quickly. Um, and the other thing is just, you know, being able to, obviously we're all still putting in a lot of hours, but it's, it's different not having a commute and then being home, you know, uh, cooped up with the family and just spending time with them. And uh, just, you know, just looking back saying, wow, I wish I did more of that. So now I have an opportunity. So it's, it's, it's nice. It's actually nice having the the boys back from college. I'm not sure if they like it, but, but I'm enjoying it. So. <laughs> yeah. um, who wouldn't want to be with their dad, Pete? I, I, I echo, you know, what, what Stephen Pete said, um, resilience. Yes. Um, I admire how much, uh, the country has rallied, um, together and some amazing, amazing human interest stories have come from, and they do come from times of, of distress and crisis. And, you know, from a personal standpoint, um, just the reminder of not taking anything for granted and that everyone else has a personal story behind what you just see through video and to keep that in mind. And, 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 you know, there's a story behind every sale and there's a story behind every person and empathy. It's, it's something that, you know, we should all keep in mind. Everyone has, everyone has a hardship that we, we are uncertain and don't know about. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you all for your answers. Dave, are there any questions from the chat? Uh, no, actually, we're going to get rolling into our next, next piece of programming. I just wanted to say thanks to all my colleagues for sharing their insight about how everyone is adapting the individual business units for our employees and for our customers as well. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. All right. Great insight from Pete, Corey, and Steve. Um, you know, on behalf of TBI, it's just really interesting to hear, um, you know, what the next steps are and how our executive team is responding to the COVID-19 uh, outbreak. So um, once again, to get a replay of the NextGen Virtual Connect webinar, um, please go to tbicom.com and we'll see you next time.